You're listening to the Up Level Your Online Business Show, where wealth is empowering, purpose is crucial, and high vibes are non-negotiable. And now, here's your host, certified business coach and practical woo strategist, Sarah J. Larrero. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Uplevel Your Online Business Show. And I've got to say, we took a little break from the podcast, but it's been so lovely seeing all of your beautiful comments on the latest episode. I am so happy that so many of you are engaging with it. We've gotten a ton of views on it and an incredible amount of messages. So I just wanted to say thank you so much. I'm so glad that you're resonating with all of these episodes. It is my absolute honor to be able to even give you this podcast. And I have a feeling that you are going to love today's episode, especially if you looked at the title and you were intrigued. This is going to get really personal, but it's also going to get really inspirational. And I'm going to be giving you a ton of tools that have really helped me navigate business and anxiety as well. And I think one of the first things that I want to cover here is to just give you an idea of how bad my anxiety can be and has gotten because I know how hard it is sometimes to just listen to someone else who's at a specific level or has achieved something that you're desiring to achieve and thinking like, oh, well, they can't possibly know how I feel. They don't know what it is that I struggle with on a daily basis. And I'm going to start by sharing some of those personal things just to kind of hopefully have you see that I can relate, maybe not as much as someone who has more severe anxiety, but I'm going to share with you my story. I've had anxiety ever since I was about 16 years old, and it's interesting because my anxiety started probably in and around the same time as a lot of my health issues. I was going through a few different things in my adolescence. Uh, I also have a family member, a very close family member who has PTSD, who has been diagnosed with PTSD. And I'm quite certain that a lot of my anxiety triggers and some of the things that don't really make sense in my brain actually come from that. And research actually shows that if you have someone close to you who's been either struggling with anxiety or struggling with PTSD or some sort of other mental illness, um, that can be passed down intergenerationally as well. So if you feel like that could be uh, a part of your life, I'd suggest just looking into it, doing some research on it uh, and see if that can give you any solace with anything that you're currently going through as well. And so in terms of what I deal with, with anxiety, it has gotten really bad and it's also gotten a lot better, but, uh, probably the height of everything that I've gone through was probably in and around when I was 23, 24 years old, I was just going through a lot of really crazy life transitions, um, a lot of past traumas, and I started to develop shortness of breath. I was basically afraid of everything. One of my biggest fears was always having someone call on the phone or having someone knock on my door. For some reason, those two things would just like put me in the spiral of fear of, oh my goodness, who is this? And I think what's really interesting here as well is that so many people will tell you, oh, well, that's so normal. 
right? I'm sure that if you've struggled with anxiety in the past, uh, you've had a family member, if you've had someone in your life who said, oh, well, I go through that too. And I know how frustrating that is. And I just wanted to validate here your feelings because the difference between what they struggle through and what I struggle through and perhaps what you struggle through is the fact that they can experience it, but they probably don't experience it at the level that you do, right? They can experience that little bit of fear, but it's a lot more pronounced with someone with anxiety and especially someone with a severe anxiety. So give yourself that validation for whatever you're going through as well. And so for me, I wasn't raised in a family where we would talk about any of our issues at all. It was always, let's just, you know, brush as much as we can under the rug. And I had these issues and I was struggling and I did have all of these fears and I would help hold myself back in a lot of social situations, but I had no idea what it was. I had no idea that I was actually struggling with something that was not necessarily normal for, for the general population. And so it went on up until my early twenties where I started to develop a lot of shortness of breath and I was carrying a lot of weight on my shoulders. And when I went into my master's degree, I was surrounded by, I think there were only 15 of us and it was a really nice little tight knit group of people, but I was terrified to interact with them because of my anxiety. And I remember being at a Starbucks and studying with two of my close friends, which was a miracle that I even made close friends that year because my anxiety was just out of control. And I remember one of them one night just looking at me and saying, Hey Sarah, are you okay? Because you you look like you're not even breathing properly. And I was immediate. My immediate reaction was like, no, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. There's nothing wrong with me. You know, now I'm really nervous and I'm really afraid that he's going to see that there might be something wrong with me because I need to cover this up. And so from there I got even more flustered, but that one single comment helped me so much to realize that I had a problem. Oof. Okay. You guys, this is getting emotional. See, I told you I can totally relate, but I also want to tell you what it feels like to be on the other side of this. So I'm going to continue. It got really bad that year. It got so bad that I wanted desperately to avoid so many social, social situations because I was struggling so, so much. And I remember sitting in my university, I think it was like the mental health area of the university. And I actually got myself to book an appointment and, and see a therapist for the first time. And the minute that I sat down on her chair, I just started bawling. Like she, she immediately just gave me a whole bunch of tissues and she's just like, okay, just let it out. It's fine. And I felt like I finally gave myself permission to just come home, to come home with the fact that this was something that I was struggling with and I didn't have to struggle alone. And from that moment, I think I had about two or three sessions with her and then I left, I moved cities and I started a new job and the anxiety didn't really go away. In fact, in some situations, even at my job, it became worse. I remember one time feeling like I just could not go into the cafeteria 
and I tried to pump myself up to go into the cafeteria and I couldn't. I just started crying. And that was another circumstance where I realized this is an actual problem. This isn't just something that I'm making up in my head. This isn't something that everyone goes through. This is something that is really unique to me. And I really want to drive that point home because the very first way that you can really help yourself with this, even in business, is just by accepting the fact that it's real. Now, throughout the exact same time period, I was also struggling with a lot of health issues with digestive distress, and I started to break out on my forehead. I actually developed acne. I didn't have acne as a teenager. And this is going to be a story for another podcast episode. I'm actually recording an episode with one of my former clients who's also a health coach. It's going to be incredible. And so a little bit of this is going to bleed into that. So I won't go into the health issues too much, but all of this was basically my saving grace because I started to understand that this wasn't just my issue. And through the help of a lot of my friends and also the help of my husband, I finally decided to get all of the help that I needed and all of the support that I needed, which led me down the path of finding meditation, which also led me down the path of really diving deeper into my yoga practice. I started seeing naturopathic doctors. I healed my gut. I healed so much of my anxiety. And I think one of the really, really important things to note here is if I didn't struggle through all of these things, I would have never gotten here. I would have never gotten to where I currently am today. I would have never been able to create my own freedom-based life. I wouldn't have been able to own a multiple six-figure business. And so whatever you're struggling with right now, or however bad you feel like your anxiety is, or however much you feel like it holds you back, also realize that a lot of your hardships have actually gotten you to where you currently are and you know, desiring to up-level in your business, desiring to want a, a better life for yourself. And so in a way, a lot of these things are a blessing in disguise. And this definitely was the case for me. And I remember my second therapist slash coach told me, and this was so, so helpful for me, that my anxiety was trying to tell me something. And that was so important for me to hear because then it wasn't, it was no longer just about fixing this thing and getting rid of this thing. It was trying to understand why it was there in the first place and what it was guiding me towards. And ultimately for me, it was guiding me towards making my own decisions, making sure that I was doing exactly what I wanted to do and having the rest fall away. And so I hear a lot of people saying, and I mean, this was also myself included, that this person can do this or Sarah can do this. Sarah could have moved halfway around the world and started a business and really brought her business up to the place that it is today. Sarah could do this. Sarah could build a house (laughs) in a year. Sarah could, you know, get on Facebook lives without being nervous about it. And maybe it's not me. Maybe it's someone else. And I used to give myself the exact same excuses. I used to say, well, those people came from a good family or that person had more money than me or that person clearly does not have the issues that I have uh, because if they did, they wouldn't be there. They wouldn't be there. And 
The driving point that I want to make here is that they are there, that person is there, and I am here because of the fact that I have struggled, because of the fact that I have struggled with mental illness, because of the fact that I have anxiety. And it's not a crutch, it's not an excuse, it's not something where you need to say, okay, well, this is always going to be my obstacle. This is always going to be the thing that keeps me from doing the things that I really wanna do. This is always going to be the thing that keeps me from doing Facebook Lives. Trust me, okay? My very first Facebook Live, I was shaking so much that I deleted the live right after I did it. And I wish that I didn't delete it so I could show all of you, but I was just a hot mess. But what I did is I deleted it and then I got right back up into my Facebook Live and I did it again and I did it again and I did it again. And now I can go on Facebook Lives, I can go on stories, I can do webinars, like it's no one's business because I decided that my future and the future of my dreams and creating an impact in the world was so much more important than giving in to my fears. And since having anxiety and struggling with it, I've been able to do a lot of things. I was able to finally marry the man of my dreams and start a really, really incredible life with him in Toronto. I was able to start my first business. I was able to speak on public stages. In fact, I became the go-to person in my nine to five who would speak on the stage for events. I became our MC and I absolutely loved doing it. And it was from a lot of the tools that I'm actually gonna be sharing with you today as well that I was able to do that. And I went from not wanting to be seen at all to understanding that in order for me to really live the life that I wanted to live and to inspire other people and create change, that I couldn't listen to that fear anymore and that I had to show up and that I had to be seen and not just had to be seen, that I deserved to take up space. I quit my nine to five. That was one of the most terrifying decisions. (laughs) I was working there for six and a half years. I had a really cushy income. I had really incredible benefits. My HR manager at the time asked me, are you sure you want to do this? What if you just take an extended leave of absence? Like he didn't even want me to do that to myself because he was even afraid that I wouldn't find as good of a job again. And I still did it. I quit my nine to five. I put my two months notice into my apartment. My husband and I sold all of our things. We moved to Nicaragua. We built a six figure business and now we've been hitting multiple six figures consistently. We had a baby. I had a baby in a different country. (laughs) All of these things, I started a podcast. All of these things are things that people with anxiety don't do, and yet I've done all of them, and I'm going to continue to do more of them. And the reason why I want to say all of these things to you is because you can still do every single thing that you want to do with your life, no matter what your current struggles are. Okay, and here's the thing. I also know that you don't just want to listen to this 
episode to be like super inspiring and inspirational. I know that you also want the tools and I get it because I love giving the tools as well. And so I've written down a few different ways that I have personally been able to overcome my anxiety in my business on a daily basis and really how I was able to go from the girl who cried when thinking about going into the company cafeteria because I didn't want to be seen to now running the business that I do. And one of the first things that I think is really, really important, especially in the online business space is to accept the fact that your anxiety is there. And I see so many people wanting to fix it and wanting to get rid of it and wanting to completely remove it and think either it doesn't exist or I'm going to fix it and I'm going to obliterate it. And the thing that has helped me the most is understanding that the anxiety isn't going anywhere. (laughs) We think that one day it's just going to go away completely and that never quite happens. It's the same thing if you've ever dealt with a chronic illness, it never really fully goes away. Your body just adapts to it, you heal from it, and you have the tools that when you have other flare-ups, you know exactly what to do. The same thing goes with your anxiety. And in fact, this week, I just got a trigger. I haven't had really bad anxiety, I kid you not, in years. I've felt so, so good lately, and I'm gonna tell you some of the reasons why I feel really good, but I haven't felt really bad anxiety in years, and then all of a sudden this week it showed up again, showed up because of certain circumstances that I was going, uh, that I was dealing with in business, but it's okay, and I accept that, and instead of saying, oh man, I'm not done dealing with this thing, and maybe you feel that way too, instead of saying that, it's so much more helpful to say, okay, I see you, anxiety. I see that you're here. Okay, I see that you're back. It's okay. I accept you as you are, right? It's kind of like meditation. In meditation, you are constantly struggling with your thoughts and you have a thought that comes in and the first thing that we always wanna do is just kill the thought, tackle the thought, say, we cannot have this thought. I cannot be having this thought. Whereas the actually the most productive thing that you can do is say, okay, I acknowledge the thought. The thought is there. It's okay. It's okay that I'm thinking about dinner while I'm doing my meditation. But as soon as you acknowledge it and accept it, you can allow it to pass, right? Because what you resist persists. And so that's the first thing. It's just acknowledging and accepting the fact that your anxiety might never go away. You might always be the person who has anxiety and that's okay because you can live with it and you can make it drastically decrease in your triggers and the amount of times that it upsets you. But at the same time, if it comes back now and then, if you get triggered, it's okay. Acknowledge it, accept it but also understand that it is a choice whether or not you want to either resist it or let it control your life. And the next thing I wanted to say in terms of helping yourself manage it and really up-level in your business and your life while having it and while struggling with anxiety is know your triggers and be okay with the fact that you have triggers. 
So whatever triggers your anxiety, whatever triggers your fear, and if it's that really, really crazy fear that you know that is something that's not necessarily a normal behavior, is try to understand when it comes and try to avoid that if necessary. And here's an example that I can give you. If you are someone who's triggered by mean comments, let's say for example, or if you're someone who's triggered by hate mail or someone being really rude to you because you feel afraid for your safety, then get someone else to read those comments for you. Get someone else to open your emails for you. Get someone else to filter your DMs for you before you actually go into them and talk to people. That type of stuff helps loads because then you're no longer on the front end of the receiving. If you know that a client intake form or a client outtake form might trigger you, make sure that someone else reads that first. These are There's so many different ways that you can help yourself not become triggered as often. If there are specific accounts on social media that you know trigger you and sometimes you just don't want to admit it, unfollow those accounts. Make sure that you are filtering through your online life so you don't have to deal with those triggers day in and day out. So deal with your triggers as they come. Recognize the fact that you have specific triggers, you know, whether it's someone calling you, someone messaging you, someone sending you an email. If one of your triggers is driving in the snow or getting on a really, really cramped subway, make sure that you're also helping yourself and really supporting yourself and try to avoid specific situations or try to lessen how dramatic the situation can get for yourself. And the second thing that I wanted to say here, and perhaps one of the most important, is to make sure that you're constantly tuning yourself on a daily basis so that you're reaching a fear level of an, and an anxiety level of zero. And what I mean by this is having morning routines, having afternoon routines, having evening routines for yourself where you know that you can do meditation or yoga or going for a walk or doing some sort of act of self-care or even just going into the washroom and closing your eyes and taking three full deep breaths. In fact, we can do that right now. Close your eyes and inhale. Hold your inhale and then exhale. And now inhale, hold and exhale, release. And now just one more time, inhale. Hold and exhale. Notice just how incredibly impactful just three deep breaths can be for your entire system, for your entire body, for your mind, body, and for your soul. And also notice that you can come back to that at any point in time. You can do that. Like I said, you can do that in the washroom. You can do that in your car. You can do that in your bedroom. You can do that while you're in front of the computer. You have that choice. And there are so many different apps 
online right now that can really help you bring yourself back into that state of mindfulness. One of my favorites is the app Calm. I do most of my meditations on Calm. I also really love the Tibetan mindfulness bell. That's another app that you can purchase and it will basically just sound a bell either sporadically throughout the day or in specific increments that really suit you. So it's totally up to you how you want to set up the bell, but that also really helps to just make sure that you're always coming back into the present moment. Now I have a lot more tricks up my sleeve and I could talk for days about mindfulness and anxiety, especially because I am a certified yoga and meditation teacher, as well as being a certified business coach. But Basically, the most important thing here is to make sure that you're giving yourself white space throughout your day, having a morning routine where you're waking up at the same time every morning, making sure that you're practicing some form of presence and mindfulness, whether that's meditation, whether that's yoga, or whether that's even just going for a walk. That can be so, so helpful, and it will basically help you to keep your triggers at a minimum. And yes, sometimes you can't always do that, right? Some of us have kids and your kids basically dictate your life, especially if you have toddlers. Some of us just have really, really frantic lives where we're in a really stressful nine to five and then we come home and we want to work on our businesses. And so, you know, might not necessarily have time every single day to do all of your mindfulness routines. And sometimes you might get triggered. And that's, that is where we go back to the acceptance and just accept the fact that This might never completely go away and you will have flare-ups and you will have triggers and that's totally normal and you can overcome them and you can deal with this. So making sure that you're aware of your triggers, accepting the fact that you have the anxiety and not trying to quote unquote fix it or take it out of your life all the time and instead just kind of inviting it in, but at the same time, really neutralizing its effect on you can be so helpful. Creating those morning routines, creating those mindfulness routines, creating white space in your day where you don't have things scheduled, where you can just sit and be and just be in awe of how beautiful your life is, be in awe of how much gratitude you have for so many things that you have going on in your life. All of those things can help a lot too. But I'm going to say one more thing that you probably don't hear very often on a ton of other podcasts and other trainings on anxiety, and it is because I am talking to leaders. Not everyone is a leader, but I'm making this specific episode for all of the women and even men, if you're listening, who are leaders, who desire to lead even though they have these types of struggles. And here's what I want to say to all of my leaders out there is that you can have an incredible impact and you can truly change the world by even accepting your anxiety, but also at the same time talking about it and inspiring someone else who might be going through something really difficult and telling them. I'm going through this too. I've been through this too. I've been able to overcome it. I've been able to deal with it and you can too. And there is hope for you as well. Don't forget that you are also an inspiration to so many people because of the fact that you are deciding to go after what you want because of the fact that you 
have decided to start a business. It's not easy starting a business and it's even harder sustaining a business and sustaining a business with so much criticism and judgment that is out there right now. And so I wanted to just give you the opportunity to understand that you are also a leader here. The same way that I am talking about this publicly, you can also talk about this publicly with your community. You can also be the agent of change and help someone else who's also struggling through something similar. And the only way that we're all going to do that is if we all start talking about it and if we all start normalizing it. And the more that we talk about it and the more that we normalize it, the more that we can also accept it and the more that we can truly become those agents of change and truly up-level our businesses. Because then if we realize, okay, everyone else is going through it too. Amazing. This is not a skeleton in my closet. Hey, if that person can do it, then imagine how much I can do as well. If she did it, I can do it too. I, this doesn't have to be a crutch. This doesn't have to be the reason for me to not to hold myself back from doing the things that I truly want to do. And so I challenge you to end the stigma and to use your platform as a leader to also inspire other people who are potentially being challenged with the same things. Because let me tell you, that is also going to help your business tenfold because the more that you can be real with your audience and open up about you, but at the same time, really tell them and let them know what is possible for them, the more that they are going to be inspired by you and the more that they are going to want to work with you as well. So this is my call to you. You've heard me basically cry. In fact, that one story that I have where I was sitting at Starbucks and I was with my friend and he asked me, why I had such difficulty breathing. That was a really big wake wake up moment for me and still brings me to tears. It still makes me feel really, really emotional by it. And if I can come up here and share this with you, then you can definitely do the same in your own business and your own life. Please let me know how you have liked this episode. If there's something additional that you wanted me to talk about, feel free to let me know. You can send me a DM. Uh, on Instagram, I am at Sarah without an H J Lorero. That's L O U R E I R O. Let me know how much you enjoyed this episode. If you are a big fan, please hit subscribe. Give me amazing ratings. Um, I am doing this for you. I am so, so excited that you are listening to this and I hope that it inspired you to take your business and your life to the next level, regardless of your current circumstances. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Up Level Your Online Business Show. If you enjoy our show and would like the show notes and free goodies about how to grow your online coaching business, head over to sarahjlorero.com for more information. We hope you'll tune in next time.